Welcome to episode 46 of Monday State of Mind. My name is Michael Mosel, and I'm the Director of Alumni and Recovery Support Services for the Harmony Foundation. All right, ladies and gents, we are in the middle, I mean, in the meat and potatoes of talking about confidence in sobriety. I want to let all of you know I kicked off this topic and then I brought Simone on to talk about confidence and share her experience. And my guest today, I got to tell you guys, this man is going to do the same. But before we get into this incredible episode, if this is any of your guys' first take at listening to what I have to say along with my guests on Monday State of Mind, after you listen to this episode, head on back to episode one and take those five minutes that that episode consists of to get to know me, yours truly, uh, Michael, a little bit better and to understand the why behind Monday State of Mind. All right, you guys, whether you're driving, you're having your cup of coffee, taking that fur baby for a walk, maybe you're dropping your real baby off at daycare or school, who knows? But Take these next, you know, 20, 25, 30 minutes, who knows how many minutes to get present with this incredible human that I'm bringing on. And I got to set the stage for this person because just like I told you guys about Simon last episode, when I thought about this topic, confidence in sobriety, being able to find that, right? This guy is someone that immediately popped into my head and I was like, I hope this man says yes, because let me tell you guys, he is busy changing lives, being of service, being an incredible human as well in the recovery space. And when he told me that he could do it, I was like, Whoa! I was like this is amazing. I was like, this guy is coming on. And so like you guys know, I don't introduce my guests. I let them introduce themselves. But this human is straight out of Nashville today. So who do I have on the podcast today? Michael, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you again. Uh, my name is Patrick Custer, for those of you who don't know. Um, I uh, also work in alumni at Promises Behavioral Health, and we are based out of Nashville, Tennessee. <sighs> Patrick, I am just, I'm so happy you're here. And so, <laughs> so Patrick, like seriously, when I asked you to be on and you said yes to talking about confidence in sobriety, because that is something that I feel so many people struggle with, or that can be a big barrier to getting sober because so many of us, well, I'll speak for myself. Like I thought I found my confidence when I was drinking or using a, a ton of drugs. And so it's like, what do I do now that I don't have that in my life to like have that confidence? And so when I say that just confidence in sobriety, what comes to mind for you? One word, vulnerability. So I personally got sober through 12-step uh, programs, and it did a lot of good things for me. We look at the inventory process in, that takes place and um, you know, making amends. All the things that happen in 12-step are wonderful and were the foundation for, for what got me sober. But the confidence, finding my groove, finding out who I am, really started with vulnerability 
And I would say that 12 steps for me began, it, it was like a crack in the dam for me because owning my things that I, you know, were shameful that I felt guilty for. That was difficult, but I knew was necessary. And um, at the, by the time I got sober, those things were pretty known. I'm a gay man, so that was one of the one things that, that I carried a lot of shame and guilt about that, that I had not embraced uh, or come out with yet. But that was really the only thing. Everything else for me was not, I know it's not this way for everybody, but I, like I was fine coming to grips with it, right? Doing the inventories, making the amends where they needed to happen. Like I was ready and did it wholehearted. Where vulnerability really came into play for me in a different way was, and currently still every day, is embracing the parts of me that are truly who I am. So the sound of my own voice the way I look on camera, the way I feel like I present to other people. You and I were talking earlier and it's, I hope it's okay that I mentioned this, you know, you have this wonderful bounding energy that is so contagious. And you had said, sorry, because, and I said, no, please don't apologize. That's something that makes up who you are that I celebrate and appreciate so much. That's an example of something for me, I had to, and still try and struggle and strive every day to identify those things about myself that kind of cause me to flinch or knee jerk. I try and, and really assess those things and take myself through the process of getting vulnerable and changing the way I look at those and start owning them as an asset about myself. That's a hard process to do and it's ever just like the other stuff that we do in recovery for me it's ever evolving but when we talk about confidence that root foundation for me has been really just that ability to get vulnerable and not just with myself it starts with myself but with those closest with me and then after i get comfortable with those closest with me it's the random stranger that comes up like i'm able to joke about myself or be comfortable with those things that make up who I am because I've done that work regularly. And I've started, you know, like I said, it starts with me and then those closest to me. And then, you know, the random person that comes up. And I think that's one thing that people tell me a lot that they feel a genuine connection with me when I'm talking to them and what have you. And I think it's truly because I have done a lot of work getting to that root of vulnerability. Patrick, you just dropped so much gold. And something that I love that you said that I'd love for you to kind of uh, dive deeper on is that confidence that you, that we were talking about started with your own vulnerability, but also just being around, like you said, those people that almost kind of gave permission and that accepted it. Right. Cause I think sometimes would you say that even a part of you being able to get vulnerable was knowing, or just actually discovering that your community, your, your recovery community was allowing you to do so in a way that you you weren't as fearful as if you weren't a part of that community. Absolutely. So it starts with connection, right? Without connection, we we spiral downward. And um, when we find connection and we find that it's safe, then 
I think we start to let our guard down. And when I identify that somebody else is showing me their blemishes or their, you know, just the, just the quirks about themselves or their mistakes or whatever, I will bond quicker with you over that than any other part of you. I don't want to hear about how perfect you are. I don't want to hear about the, all the, your accolades and all that stuff. But if you want to start talking about stuff we've messed up or stuff that, you know, we're working on or ways we just, you know, things we regularly trip over, that level of vulnerability provides and provided for me a sense of safety that was the ground for which what we're talking about, that confidence was able to grow in. I love it. So Patrick, let's fast forward then after even your first year, a couple years of sobriety, right? Now you've been sober for quite some time now. And Mm -hmm. you, I'm like, you've got some minutes under your belt. Let's Mm -hmm. be honest, maybe (laughs) some, some days. How does it feel? And this is something I actually brought up in my first episode just about the difference um, in sobriety, like the confidence that we have is sustainable versus when we were drinking and using, it wasn't sustainable because it would be there for those 15 Mm. minutes, an hour. And now being in recovery and having the tools that you have through the 12 steps Mm -hmm. and and other, in other ways that you've sought recovery, have you noticed a difference in your confidence, like the sustainability in how you feel? And is it something that you chase now, like that you're chasing, or is it something that it's almost become an innate part of your humanness because you are who you are fully. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, wow. Thank you. Those are some great questions. So (laughs) back to, you know, when using and drinking that confidence that I felt was so fleeting, you know, and it was dependent upon substances outside of myself being inside myself, Um, (laughs) you know, and that influence. And what's interesting is, you know, when I look back and think, I think I remember experiencing a lot of fear because I didn't know when or how long I was going to maintain that sense of peace and calm and and confidence, if you will, um, that was provided to me by substances. It very quickly for me went from relief, confidence, you know, all those things to, I was almost constantly over, you know, I'd be numb for a minute, however long, but uh, almost overwhelmed by fear because of the impending time when whatever would run out, right? And I'm going to have to feel normal again, feel feelings or withdraw. So, you know, fast forward to uh, today, I think one of the really cool things is about, right, we're talking about confidence. I'm kind of talking about vulnerability. And, and you asked about like the way of life. Is this what you're constantly seeking? And the answer is, uh, is it something that I want? Yes. But I get it because it's a byproduct of doing what I need to do to take care of myself, right? So um, when my perspective is, how am I taking care of myself? How am I nurturing the environment around me to continue to support and reinforce what I know to be good for me, right? So I can know things all day long but I am a living, breathing human being in recovery. And if I'm not regularly assessing the environment around me that contributes to how I'm growing every day, then I'm missing so much of the picture. And so I think that that's a a big thing that for me that I've got to regularly do. And um, so that's the people, that's the things I'm doing. 
Um, that's how I'm taking care of myself. I mean, am I going to bed at a reasonable time, right? Like, so that when I wake up, I can have a fresh brain and be a responsible person. I, it's, it's down to those little things that make the biggest difference for me. As you were just talking, a light bulb went off in my head. Like I had that aha moment. And when you were like, it's a byproduct. And I think that it's so true to safely say by you being vulnerable and doing the things that you need to do to take care of you, like confidence is a byproduct of that. Instead of focusing on the confidence piece, it's like, that'll come when you focus on the other aspects, like you said, like the vulnerability and taking care of yourself and it kind of takes the pressure off, right? It kind of takes a little pressure off. Absolutely. Well, and I think that, you know, one thing I haven't said yet that is very important and must be said for, for me and my experience, a lot of this boils down to self-love, right? I've experienced different levels of self-love in my journey. And I am happy to say that I, I, I believe truly that right now I have more self-love than I've ever had before. And I think it's very, 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 very important. And that's where the vulnerability comes in, where like the purpose of it is. You talk about, I can't help others until I've helped myself. Put your oxygen mask on before you can help somebody else put their oxygen mask. If you don't have oxygen, you can't help others. Same way with your recovery, same way with your perspective, your mind, your emotions. I've got to love me and find happiness and comfort with 100% of who I am with every single flaw before I can expect myself to interact with others, to go out and do good. There's going to continue to be rough edges and difficulty interacting with other people as a byproduct of me not finding how to love myself first. And once I got to that place, do you know how much my relationships improved? Like dramatically. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Insane. All of a sudden, the desire to gossip about other people or, you know, you think think twice about if I'm going to take the time for something to come out of my mouth, is this conversation even worth it? Am I putting pos positivity into the universe? No. I didn't used to think about that crap before. I didn't care because for whatever reason, bad behavior causes bad behavior and I'm not saying I don't have any anymore, but um, <laughs> a lot better today than it used to, used to be. Do you like, I knew we were going to go deep, like Marion Trench style <laughs> deep on this episode. We start with confidence and you guys, it's cool how when we have guests on here, how, where it takes us. And I love Patrick, how you, you rewinded the tape a little to be like, whoa, like let's take a step back here, Michael. In order to get there, these are the things that have to happen. And I love that you can be so open and sharing, like this is what has to happen in order to, to get to confidence. And so if there was something like, you know, because with the listeners that we have, even whether you, all you listeners, some of you are sober curious, some of you are early in recovery or like struggling, what are one or two tip out of everything you've said so far that you could say to people that are struggling with that confidence piece or just not knowing that they will find that. Ooh, that's good. Okay. So I always say that my first, and I, and I can't say that I came up with this. I heard it and stole it. And I love it because I think it's so good. My first piece of advice to anybody struggling with any self-destructive behavior is to tell someone else. 
anyone that you feel safe to tell, tell someone else. Destruction thrives in secrecy. Mm-hmm. And getting that out, that level of vulnerability, it is a crack in the dam, right? It is a start to self-love, to helping yourself. From there, it may look different for everybody. I would just say that take suggestion. So tell someone else and take suggestion. And one at a time, whatever you can do, look at what's in front of you and just say, screw it, I'll do it. I I don't want to do it. This doesn't even feel right because I just want to do what I want to do. But just do it and see what happens. It'd be the best gift you can give yourself. Talk about simplicity at its core, Patrick. I like, it's so simple and it's so powerful. That first one you said was just tell someone else, you guys. So if you're struggling with that confidence, like when you tell someone else, that's that kind of like what you talked about earlier. I think that first step of, of loving yourself by opening yourself up and, and being vulnerable. Patrick! <laughs> it's- you know, it's, I love talking about recovery. I love talking about healing and growing and becoming better. And it's not me. It's not mine. I've been fortunate and blessed to be exposed to such wonderful people like yourself, healers. And I refer to all of us in the help, the field of helping as healers, because I truly believe that's what we are and we're helping to heal. And we do that by sharing what's been given to us. So I hope that's what I've done today. I feel so lucky that you keep it so simple, but like, it's the, it's so powerful, Patrick Custer, you guys, before we started recording, I called him P Diddy Custer. Don't worry. Please don't call him that. Okay. That's mine. Um, I actually kind of love it. So I mean, (laughs) I don't know. We might have some competition out there, Michael. I know. <laughs> you guys, Patrick Custer, like, I just want to say thank you for, for being here. And thank you so much for sharing your experience with how you've gotten to find and, you know, have sustainable confidence one day at a time like, on this journey of recovery. It's so Rad. Patrick, is there anything that you would like to share with our audience on, you know, how they can find you, where you work, anything at all that we put um, in the show notes for people to be able to, you know, find this good looking mug of yours? Oh my gosh. Thank you for the compliment. I appreciate it. And um, (laughs) yeah, you can find us on, we're on Instagram at Rooted Promises. We're on Facebook at Rooted Promises or our website, promisesbehavioralhealth.com. Thank you. Thank you, Badger Guster. Um, You guys, there you have it. Another incredible human dropping some major knowledge for you guys to be able to elevate and be able to change your state of mind. I want to tell you, I'm going to end this episode by letting you know that if you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, please call the Harmony Foundation at 866-686-7867. Recovery is a journey and harmony gives you the map. All right, you guys, we'll see you next week. 